Hello, welcome back. It's episode 116 of Here to Thrive. And today we're talking about habits, how you can build positive momentum with good habits. But before we launch into that, I just want to mention that Here to Thrive has a new look. You probably already noticed if you are listening to this episode, but it's quite a lot different. So I just wanted to reassure you, same podcast, same people doing the same thing, but it was time for a refresh. So it's got a beautiful blue cover, the tealy green is gone. I hope you love it as much as I do. In terms of how you can support the show, your ratings and reviews of Here to Thrive are what help get it seen in iTunes. So if you would love to support the show, if you are enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to do that for me. It would mean so much. Final piece of housekeeping. If you live in San Francisco, I am going to be speaking at the Culture First Conference on July 30th and 31st. If you've been listening for a while, you might have heard that I do resilience and self-leadership workshops in a corporate setting. With my background in organizational psychology, I just adore this work. So I am going to be talking about resilience and well-being in both a work and personal setting at the conference. If you work in the people field, this is a conference you definitely need to look at. As a speaker, I have a discount code if you want to use it, which is Kate Snowwise 40 to get 40% off the conference. I'm going to put the information about the Culture First conference in the show notes of this show. So head over to those to find links to learn more or my website in the show notes for this episode, which is thrive.how forward slash podcast 116. Okay, habits. Let's talk some more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Building good habits. My intention with this episode is to give you an overview of the concept of a keystone habit and how you can build positive momentum in your life by identifying your personal keystone habits and putting your effort there. I like a hack and understanding keystone habits to me has really been a great life hack. So what is a keystone habit? It is one that has a flow on effect. It's something that you do that leads to the natural development of other good habits like a chain reaction. Now the implication with a keystone habit is that rather than having to focus on changing everything about your life, you can focus simply on a keystone habit and they will have this positive ripple effect. I love this because rather than having to rely on your willpower and changing your entire life, you can focus on a keystone habit and other things just naturally seem to fall into place or go easier. 
You get these positive flow on effects without the extra effort. Boom, power right there. Like I said, I always like a life hack and I want the easiest route to a good life. And a keystone habit is one of those things. You know, if we can focus on one thing and it has this positive ripple effect out into the rest of our lives, boom, I'm there. Now, I was introduced to the concept of a keystone habit by Charles Duhiggs. I think that's how you say his name. Who knows? Sorry if I butchered that. His book, The Power of Habit. It's a really good read, people. So if this brief introduction kind of piques your interest, then I strongly encourage you to go and read his book or listen to it on Audible. It is in both places. If you want a quick link to find it, you can go to my website, thrive.how forward slash shop to look at my Amazon reading lists. But to come back to that definition, how I define a keystone habit, it is a habit that has a positive flow on effect, something that leads to a chain reaction that ripples out across the rest of your life. Each of us will have different keystone habits, but there are some kind of ones that people will typically say have the effect for them. I wanted to give you a few examples to get your brain ticking. And I was thinking about a conversation I had with a client a couple of weeks back. We were talking about when she feels her most productive and what situations lead to her feeling that way. She identified that an early bedtime was a trigger that flowed out into her life with positive momentum and gave her that feeling of energy so that she could start the day the right way. So as we were working through this concept of a keystone habit, we worked out that if she goes to bed early, she isn't tempted to sit up and get distracted by the internet or drink alcohol, which meant that she could manage to make that early wake up and that led to her having a really positive morning routine, including a few productive hours of working before her kiddos woke up. If she got that productive time before the crazy of the day started, she said that it led to her feeling so much better, motivated, in control, and on top of things for the rest of the day. So the keystone habit here is an early bedtime, and it has all of these positive effects in her life. That bedtime was the thing that was starting the chain reaction and the impact was multiplied. One that's fairly typical, and I've seen this in myself, is that if you have a consistent workout schedule, you're naturally likely to make healthier choices when it comes to eating and drinking water, etc. Other keystone habits might include family dinners, meditating, having a morning practice, weekly planning or meal planning. Whoa, when I meal plan at the start of the week, the impact it has on the rest of my week is huge. A daily gratitude practice, starting your day off with drinking a bottle of water or having a green juice, not consuming alcohol on weeknights, and making sure you get your eight hours of sleep. All potentially habits that can have this positive flow on effect. Having been a keen observer of my behavior for a number of years, I know for me that a keystone habit that has a lot of those positive chain reaction kind of effects for me is not consuming alcohol during the week. I find that even if I have one glass of wine at night, I am much more likely to forgo meditating, 
I'm much more likely to leave my kitchen not tidied after dinner, which leads to me already feeling like I'm on the back foot the next day. And I'm much less likely to follow my standard bedtime routine, which calms me down, restores my energy and helps set me up in a positive way for the next day. I'm pretty sure it also impacts the quality of my sleep. So what does this mean? I know that drinking on weeknights makes my whole week harder in the long run, not easier. By identifying that, by being honest about that, it helps me to recognize the difference partaking in that simple little thing can have in my life for either putting me in kind of this positive momentum or bringing me down a notch in many ways. Now, all very well to talk about what I've noticed in my own life. What really makes this concept powerful is you being able to identify what it is in your life that is a keystone habit. I have a question for you to help you focus in on what are the behaviors or actions that you take that help get this positive momentum going for you. So grab a pen If you are driving, don't, but if you're anywhere else, I would love you to jot down this question and immediately just make a note of what comes to mind. Power is often not in overthinking prompts like these, but in really kind of doing a mind dump. So the question is, what action do I know has positive flow on effects for me? What action or behavior do I know has positive flow-on effects for me? You know yourself well, and you will know deep down what some of the keystone habits are for you. Those things that just came up, think about them. Which one is worth focusing on first? Following on from that question and those insights that are coming to the surface... I want to encourage you to become a researcher in your own life. Get curious about your behavior. Watch your behavior and watch what leads from certain actions that you take. What is the flow-on effect from drinking that glass of wine at night? What is the flow-on effect from working out? What is the flow-on effect from you practicing gratitude regularly? I want you to think about those kind of things and then work out where am I going to put my energy first. So as I mentioned, the power of a keystone habit is that you don't have to focus on changing your life in many different ways. You can narrow in on one habit that you want to put your effort and your willpower into and watch the positive flow on effects from that. So rather than feeling like a scatterbrain and trying to do so many things, focus on going to bed on time, focus on drinking that glass of water every morning, focus on a daily gratitude practice, whatever it is for you, but then watch how that impacts the rest of your life without you having to put in that extra effort. Love you, Keystone Habits. So to wrap things up, a little summary of what we talked about today. I wanted to introduce you to the concept of a Keystone Habit, which is a habit that has a positive flow on effect in the rest of your life. It starts a chain reaction of positive momentum and doesn't require you to put in that extra effort. Some fairly typical ones, 
drinking more water, having a workout routine, getting eight hours sleep, maintaining a bedtime, meal planning, being conscious and intentional about your alcohol consumption. These are keystone habits that can lead to other positive impacts. These are the habits that are worth putting the effort into because of the impact they can have reaching out into your life. I'm also going to link to one of Charles Duhigg's, look, I had to say it again, man, articles on Life Hacker, which will be in the show notes or as I said, over on my website on the show notes at thrive.how forward slash podcast 116. I'm pretty sure you guys might be able to hear my little puppy snoring in the background if you can. Oh my, my, Max. I felt too bad to kick him out when I was recording. See, total softy. If you're not already a member of the Here to Thrive community on Facebook, go to Facebook, search Here to Thrive. It's like a closed group community where we can have conversations and find other like-minded souls. Also come find me on Instagram at kate.snowwise. Finally, calling all you people, people out there in the world those people who work in the people industry. You are my people. (laughs) That's a lot of people. Look at the Culture First Summit in San Francisco, an amazing group of forward thinking individuals talking about the importance of what we do in our organizations. I'll be there talking about resilience and well-being in both a work team and personal sphere. So come and support me. Come and say hi. (laughs) That'd be so epic. I'd love to meet some Here to Thrive listeners. I don't really get out much and do events that are in a public forum. I I should think about that more so I have more opportunities to meet and connect with you in real life. Till next time, do some work on those keystone habits. Give it some consideration today. What are the things that you know lead to positive momentum in your life? Come share with us in the Hair to Thrive community. And until next week, talking to Amy E. Smith next time. And our conversation centers around boundaries and taking personal responsibility for living authentically. It's it's an interesting convo. So come back to hear the joy junkie, Amy E. Smith, on the next episode. Subscribe now so you do not miss it. And keep thriving. In the meantime, just keep thriving, beautiful people. Keep thriving.